high school is ready and stay there. Now there's structure, there's, there's protocol. Don't stay just anywhere. I remember I went to preach in a town and the pastor put me up in his house and I agreed because he was my friend. I was sleeping in the morning and I had put the duvet over my head. His son, whether he is Jerry or Tom, you know Tom and Jerry, whether this boy was Tom or Jerry, came and meandered his hand through the duvet, found my ear, started pulling my ear and shouting in the German language, versus that, versus that, that is what is that? I nearly shouted, hey, Willie. I nearly, I nearly shouted, hey, Willie. Now, oh, or so for oh, came out so said, a Willie. Now, I remember we we're going to preach, me and mommy, somewhere. They said they are taking us to our bedroom. When we entered the bedroom, it was a door. They had removed the door. Put it on four blocks and spread a mat on it. That was our bed. A door. I'm talking about a pool. Abu. We slept on that bed for three days. By the time we were leaving, many other afflictions of the righteous. A door. Of course, that was a that was a village, so you can understand it. But I said, when you go, look for a city that is worthy. Now, let me quickly talk about three things about a worthy place that should house an anointing. A worthy place that should house an anointing. A worthy place. Number one is that it should be a devout person's house. The place is worthy because this is a God-fearing house. They fear God here. Like in Acts chapter 10, the story about Cornelius, how he was a devout man that feared God and did much alms for the people. And my Bible said he prayed always to God and he did it with his whole house. What I really love is his whole house. The man of God must be housed in a house that is holy. Keep him in an environment that is devout. And if you are going to take him and put him in a hotel, you yourself must make sure that you are clean. Don't keep a man in a house where they are drinking alcohol, they are fornicating, committing adultery, doing all manner of strange things in the house. Some are practicing witchcraft. No, around our house, if I can suspect that you walk like a witch. You are out of the house. No, you don't have to be a witch. Just have the appearance. No, just walk and let me look at the way you are walking. And I think, I coin and it is a beautiful. So when I'm dealing with you, I tell you, look at me. Anybody that can look at me is not a witch. But if you cannot, you are a witch. I just spoke for Afra. I don't allow witchcraft in my environment. 
Another thing I don't allow is a liar. You lie to me once, you are finished. Uh, listen, I don't give you two opportunities with a lie. You hit it one, that is it. Gehazi lied to Elisha. That was the end. The man became a leper the rest of his life. Listen, we misbehave too much around the carriers of the anointing. You cannot stay in the house of a man of God and fornicate them. Daddy, one day a woman of God told me, he said, Daddy, abominable things are happening in my house. I said, what is happening? He said, the girls and the boys are sleeping together in the woman of God's house. But the Bible said, Cornelius was a devout man. He and his whole house, the man feared God. So, don't keep a pastor with somebody who doesn't respect the anointing. Somebody who is not holy. Don't keep the anointing around people in the church that have girlfriends and men friends and sugar daddies and um, cake mummies. Sugar daddy cake mummy. All over the place. Holiness, purity, devout. Cornelius was devout. So an angel visited him. And the angel said, now you are worthy. I have visited you. But we are going to get Peter to also visit you because you are a devout man. I pray that your house will be worthy to house an anointing. And watch this. Even your body is the temple of God. May God consider your body worthy for the Holy Ghost to live in you because the ark of the covenant does not stay in just any house. It is looking for the house of Obedidom to stay there. And the house of Obedidom is a holy house. It is a devout house. May the Lord make you holy in the spirit and make you holy in the physical and make you holy in your mind and make you holy in your body and make you holy in your spirit so that you can house an anointing one day I was in Pastor Rod Parsley's house the mother's house and I told the mom I want to use the bathroom she said this will let me show you so old lady led me to the bathroom and when I finished using the bathroom, I came out, she said, Dr. Lester Samuro used to stay in this room. So I told myself, a house that is worthy to receive Dr. Lester Samuro, I have come to that house and also used the restroom. I cannot take it for granted. So when I entered that bathroom and came out, mom was talking to me. I sat on the bed because that is the bed the old man used to sleep on. And I told myself, if this is where a holy man like Lester Samroll, God kept him, I better take this opportunity serious. Ladies and gentlemen, anytime God takes you into the territory of a man of God or takes a man of God into your territory, whether as a friend, as a neighbor. Listen, even if a man of God comes to rent a house around your house, 
you cannot drink a petashi in that house again because the presence of that man of God around you should warn you that that place has been counted worthy by God and God has possessed that territory and you cannot do whatever you want to do in that territory. I tell you people, if you have a lotto kiosk and a man of God comes to build his house around the lotto kiosk, please relocate. Because it means that ground where the man of God has come to build his house is holy ground. You cannot practice what you used to do. I pray that you will be worthy. Worthy. Worthy of keeping the man of God. He said, when you go into the city, look for the one who is worthy. And stay there until you leave. So, I'm talking about devoutness, being devout, fearing God, giving much arms to the people, praying always. You see, when mommy was preaching, I came and stood here and I put my hand on my thigh and I was praying. And, and that's because I was standing there and the Lord told me, he said, prayer is the greatest act of holiness. He said, anybody who is very prayerful is holy. And anybody who is not praying is running away from God. So we must deepen our prayer connection with God. Cornelius was devout and the man was a prayerful man. Now watch this. If I bring gold, if I bring gold and put it in your house, will you sleep in the night? You'll be awake Every few minutes you will go and look at the gold, whether it is there or armed robbers have come to take it. Hey, na man of God, nyami dina beufie obeda. Do you know the weight of what you are carrying? The other day I was going to travel. My driver came very late. Late. I saw in the evening before I traveled that one of the tires of the car had a flat tire. And the driver came very late. He was coming to move me in the morning with a flat tire. I was the one who saw that the tire was flat. And I started pushing for the tire to be fixed before I go. But the driver who is in charge of the car, 24 hours to my travel, he too had traveled. And appeared in his luxury, kingly disposition to come and move this monster in the morning, forgetting that this is not a human being you can afford to lose to a tie bust. Let something kill him. It shouldn't be your carelessness. Listen to me. There is an anointed person God has put in your hand. And all the discipline in this world, even if you have to kill yourself to make him stay alive, you will have to do it. I tell my wife, well, you know, 
I have to take what I'm doing serious. Because since I was born, I have never seen a human being who lives in Bogatanga and operates the way I operate around the world. It means that a dear a sumpo and a Yamidia Shimmy said, Enti I was said, Michel Dienusu ye. Enti is a one so onamehua. Also, Mirwe Nikakra. Because Adena Oshasolo, a sumbo. Am I talking to somebody? And it's the same with your pastor. David's men told him, they said, don't quench the light of Israel. Don't go with us to this war. David, you can die in the war. We don't want you to die. See the unbelievers who tell you, why are you protecting that man like that? Why are you walking around that person like that? Why? So I had a stranger in my house, a guest. The guest called the driver later on and said, my friend, is this how you people Take care of my brother in Bogatanga. Don't you people still know the value of what you are carrying? So he said, look for a house that is worthy. Don't go into the house of a fool. Listen, every carrier of the anointing, choose your friends wisely. Choose your neighbors wisely. In the house you are staying in, be very wise about the house. Surround yourself with people who, when you are going to even drink water, they'll be careful about the water they give you to drink. I was in, I was in Abidjan with mommy. When we got to Abidjan airport, the pastor was there. He took us through protocol. We got to the hotel. He was there with us. The following day, he came to check. How are we? The day we left, he was in the hotel again. Took us to the airport. When we left, he went back home. I told Bishop Ajinasari and I told um, Apostle Joseph Adongo, Apostle Joseph Adongo, I said, I haven't seen this level of protocol for a long time. Because many people these days, when you go, all they want is your gift, not you as a person. It's not you as a person. And, and, and I tell you, I live in Bogatanga. I can tell you, operating from there globally is very difficult. Otherwise, you would have seen three of my type, four of my type, five of my type, maybe a hundred of my type. But I'm telling you, it's difficult. Unless you are all die, be die, you can't do it. I only simply don't care. And me and this woman, we don't care. This morning we haven't eaten. Because yesterday the whole night we were awake. I haven't eaten. I've drank only water. She hasn't eaten. She said when she was about to preach, at a point she was feeling dizzy. Because this week both of us were treating malaria whilst preaching. You take one co-attem and attend preaching. The co-attem will preach for you. Now why your home careless? Prophet, please don't put your hand, don't put yourself in the hands of careless people who are reckless. We cannot lose you. How many, how many prophet Nana says do we have in Ghana? We have just one. 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 How 
many documents for Tabos we have? What? How many Archbishops and Camillians? What? How many Bishops and Tinasaris? What? One! One! In Ghana, I can tell you, just like we can never see another Dr. Kwame Nkrumah, we would never see another Dr. Menzo Tabo. We would never. God gave us one. Let's take care of that one in our lifetime. Before we start regretting Dankwa Buzia tradition. But when Dankwa and Buzia were alive, what did you do with them? In Krumai's tradition. When Nkrumah was alive, were we not the same people that did a coup d'etat and drove Nkrumah out of Ghana and the man had to go into a foreign country? God, let us repent! Have mercy on us. We will never. These men are limited edition. These women are limited edition. Their kind are not many. <laughs> we have many stars, but we have one sun and one moon that we see on earth. When you are on earth, the sun you see is the sun. Praroshi keboha. And every one of us here, your life is a city. Your life is a house. And God has put an anointed person in your hand. When you give offering, you are fooling and anointed. When you pray, you are fooling and anointed. When you smile, you are fooling and anointed. When you shout, you are fooling and anointed. When you clap your hands, you are fooling and anointed. When you sit in a service, you are fooling and anointed. Listen, Adia, Ekuta Wuninti. I was saying, I will show Honsu Kakra because of what you are holding. You have to control yourself. Apart from devoutness, suitability, look for a house that is suitable. A house should be suitable, convenient. Don't give him a bed that he's taller than. Oh, brother, should can you come and stay in my house? You have a bed I can sleep on. I'm six foot two. Your bed, the length is five eight. So I should come and sleep, and then my legs will run over. Except goodness and mercy. The house should be suitable. So Jesus is talking in a story and talks about Jesus. He's talking about going into the house of one Simon. And the man did not receive him well. Did not anoint his feet with oil. Didn't give him something to clean his face and head. Until a woman came from somewhere and began to anoint his feet with oil and cry and kiss his feet. And then the Pharisee began to complain. This oil is too expensive. Jesus said, Simon, I've been in your house. You didn't anoint me with oil. You didn't kiss me. You didn't hug me. You did nothing about me sitting here. This woman, since I came, is using her hair, her tears, her oil, her everything within her to give me hospitality. How many times do you greet your pastor? How many times do you talk to an anointed person? What we assume is they don't need our care. 
One day, I was so depressed last year. Oh, Jesus. Mommy was upstairs. I came down and I sat in the front of the house. And then one of our church members visited. And I said, sit down. And she sat down. I said, let's talk. She said, Daddy, how are you? I said, I'm fine. She said, Daddy, take care. Be well. She talked about 20 minutes and got up and left. That conversation was like, bam. I, I felt healed. Because both me and mommy were going through heartbreak. People, give some hospitality to your pastor. Even in the villages, they knew how to do it. They would take plantain and they would take cassava. And people, it is not only the money. The other day I was sitting here, a, a woman came, she and her sons, and they put some envelopes in my hand to appreciate me. I said, thank you. I prayed for them. When I went back home, I prayed over the envelope again. But guess what? It wasn't the money. One of the envelopes contained 50 Ghana cities. But the thought, the thought of it, said, meet in here, queen. They know I won't take 50 Ghana cities to go and buy a car or a house. But what they are saying is it only means from home they were thinking about their pastor. Can you go to church every Sunday thinking about your pastor? Maybe it's a finger of plantain. Maybe it's a tuba of yam. Maybe it is just, pastor, how are you? Pastor, I miss you the whole week. Just the I miss you can encourage the pastor. The house you go in should be suitable. Don't stay in a house of a man who is either quarrelsome or the wife is quarrelsome. Don't. And, 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 and you know what? Stop using your anointing in churches which are unfriendly. Mm-hmm. Unfriendly, unfriendly churches. And don't preach in a church where the pastor is not responding to your preaching. Your preaching is just standing and looking at you. As soon as you finish, no comment on the word you gave. No comment on your ministration. He will just stand there and announce, next week, Ben Hin will be coming here. That means, Akwe will be any nonsense after Ben Hin ever. Yeah, don't waste your time in places like that. Listen, it is not an act of pride to choose places that are worthy. The kind of pain you go through, the, 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 the agony you go through to preach, the pain in you, somebody must be worthy for you to exert that energy in the person's territory. Listen, I want to be sure that you understand what I'm going through to bring you the word. If you don't, I don't care. When I come to preach for you, where will I be staying? We are thinking about it. Three weeks. You are thinking about it. I'll get her from Bogatanga and come to you. No, forget it. Forget it. Get another pastor next door. Do you know what it means for somebody to put his life in a car? Especially when he has lost family members before 
And he sits in a car and sits in a plane. And the wife is back home. And she has to be believing God that they lost children before. But the husband, God, will take him and bring him back. Do you know the amount of anxiety? The pain? What you think about? Anytime you sit in a car and sit in a plane? People, this is my story. Others have their own story. Pastors whose husbands or wives abuse them the week before the service. I know a pastor whose wife used to beat him up. Sunday he still has to preach. Others invite him, he still has to go and preach. In the course of the week, you don't know what he has gone through. Listen to me. There is no pain you go through, these men don't go through. And I'm a yari, me or headache, me or malaria, and I suffer while I'm framing, while I'm mesramming. Thank God you had only headache. Your pastor was suffering from cocoa. <laughs> Unless you want to exchange cocoa for headache. Suitability. So you go there, and the Shunammite woman says, The house must have a steady. The house must have a bed and the house must have food. It has to be worthy. Worthy. It it has to be holy. Number two, it must be suitable. Usable. There's nothing wrong with putting a person in in a place where there's a car that can move it. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with making sure your pastor has a car. There's nothing wrong with making sure your pastor has a nice house, which has a gate. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. When the thing happens to your pastor and happens for your pastor, very soon it will happen for you. Look for a house that is what? Suitable. Worthy. And stay there until you leave. So, I talked about... um, what are the things? I talked about devoutness. I've just talked about suitability. Now let me talk about reward. Go to a house which is worthy in the sense that they can reward you. 